Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to begin the fifth and final sefer, the fifth and final book of the Torah, Chumash Devarim, to read Parshas Devarim. But although there is always incredible excitement when we begin a new Chumash, it's almost as if you're feeling like you're beginning literally not just a new chapter, but a new chapter in life. Each and every Chumash has its own unique identity, its own unique set of lessons, of ideas, of ethics, of morals, of mitzvahs, of halachas. But when we read Chumit, when we begin Chumash Devarim, Parshas Devarim, there's almost a little bit of a different mood. Because, you know, this Shabbos is also known as Shabbos Chazon. Now, the name, of course, is taken from the opening phrase of the Haftorah. The Haftorah, which comes from the first chapter of the Navi Yeshayo, the prophet Isaiah. And the Navi says as follows, Chazon Yeshayo ben Amotz, a vision of the prophet Yeshayo, the son of Amos, Asher Chaza al Yehuda al Yerushalayim. A vision that he saw about Yehuda, that he saw about Yerushalayim. And of course, the Navi goes on to explain that unfortunately, cloudly saw the Jewish people had rebelled against HaKadosh Baruch Hu through their not adherence, their not observance, their, their lack of commitment to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to Torah and to Mitzvot. And as a result, the Navi explains that unfortunately, impending death, destruction, trauma, trials, tribulations, turbulence, all different kinds of difficulties are about to be visited upon Klal Yisrael. So we call this Shabbos, Shabbos Chazon, because it's on this Shabbos, which is the Shabbos before Tisha B'Av, that we begin to feel that heaviness, even though Shabbos itself is usually reserved for Simcha. In fact, you know, the halacha is that generally, in terms of the laws of Avelos, we generally suspend, laws of mourning, we generally suspend all external displays of mourning on Shabbos. And the truth is, even on Shabbos Chazon, we are limited in terms of how we express our mourning, but there's a heaviness. There's a heaviness that, that, that sets in even on the Shabbos. Because, you know, Tisha B'Av is coming. We know again that day in which we will mourn 2,000 years of collective pain, of collective suffering, is right before us. But I want to share with you a different insight into this Shabbos. Maybe a different way to look at Shabbos Chazon. And the great tzaddik, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev, Zechusa Yogin Aleinu, in a Sefer Kiddushas Levi, says something beautiful. He says, Shabbos Chazon means something different. He says, Miloshon Ri'iyah, She'akadosh Baruch Hu Ma'ra Lanu Es Ha'yehudim Ha'tovim Ha'asidim Lavo Aleinu Li'asid Lavo. Says the great Tzadik Rebbe Levi Yitzchak, that it's on this Shabbos Chazon that Hashem shows us a vision. The Rebbe says, not a vision of death, not a vision of destruction, not a vision of sin, not a vision of betrayal, not a vision of a frayed relationship with Hashem, but just the opposite. It's on this Shabbos Chazon when HaKadosh Baruch Hu shows us a vision of what will be. As the Rebbe says, a vision of Yehudim Tovim, good, beautiful tidings. Ha'asidim lavo aleinu la'asid lavo. What Rabbi Yitzchak is describing is that if on this Shabbos Chazon my Neshama is tuned into the right frequency, I could literally gain a, glim a glimpse of the Messianic era. I could gain a glimpse of that which is going to unfold for us as a people, for Klal Yisrael, as a collective and as individuals. Says the Rebbe, Shabbos Chazon is not simply a Shabbos of a destructive vision, but it's a Shabbos where literally I could see, I could see, not with my eyes, but I could see with my neshama, I could see with my soul, I could see with my heart the beauty which lies ahead. And there's a beautiful mashal that's brought down by the Tzemach Tzedek that I think helps to highlight this a little bit. Tzemach Tzedek says there was once a king 
and the king had an only son, one child, and he adored this little boy. And as one could imagine, he spoiled the prince. The prince had anything and everything that he could possibly imagine. So the king decided one day, my son is growing. I want to outfit him with a new, with a new monarchial attire. Some new monarchial robes, a suit of clothing. So he commissions the finest tailor. And the tailor comes in, takes the boy's measurement, and again makes the, boys the, mo- the boy the most beautiful tailored clothing. And again, expensive fabrics, gorgeous jewels, adorn. So the, so the prince, the little prince, the young boy, tries on the suit. It fits perfectly. He looks, he looks like the heir to the throne. Mamish looks like royalty. So the father says, okay, beautiful, fantastic. The little boy leaves, little boy leaves. What do little boys do? Little boy ran outside. And what did he do? He was playing with his friends. <laughs> his friends. What happened? He fell down. He fell down. He ripped the elbow on the, on, on the, on the jacket, on the, on, on the shirt, on the jacket. So he comes back in, he shows his father, father says, okay, don't worry about it. They call back the tailor, tailors patches it up, beautiful, it's good to go. Little boy goes, a couple of days later go by, sure enough, he's playing with his friend again. This time he falls down at the playground, cuts, you know, goes ahead and rips, rips the pants, rips the pants by the knee. Comes back in, shows the father, and as you can imagine, this scene repeated itself a couple of times. One day, so after the, after the, last, after the last patchwork, the king says to the son, you know what, here's what we're going to do. Give me the clothing back. He takes back the expensive clothing from the little boy and he gives the boy a simple set of clothing. It's okay, here, go play. Go play, enjoy your little boy. Here's your clothing. You don't have to worry about ripping anything. Go play. But what does the king do? What does the king do? Every once in a while, the king makes sure to show his son that beautiful suit of clothing. And every once in a while, the king makes sure that the beautiful suit of clothing is hanging on the little prince's door. So that when the prince comes in, he's able to see. And when he sees that clothing, how beautiful and how wonderful it is, it's going to awaken within him a yearning for it. It's going to awaken within him something. You know that I'm getting bigger, I'm getting older. I, I, it's true. These clothing, this clothing that I'm wearing is very utilitarian. I can run around in it, I can play around in it. There's no problem. But that suit of clothing that my father had made for me, that beautifully tailored outfit... I want to wear that. I want to wear that. And the king in his wisdom understood that if every once in a while he just shows the young prince the beautiful set of monarchial clothing, it will awaken within the prince the desire ultimately to don them. And says the Tzemach Tzedek, says the Tzemach Tzedek, every once in a while HaKadosh Baruch Hu opens up our neshamas to feel, to feel a little bit of a glimpse of what the messianic era is going to look like. A little bit of a glimpse of what the Bayesh Lishi is going to And we all have these moments. I'll tell you for me personally, I experienced this in such a, in such a real way, specifically on the Regalim. On the Regalim, Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkis, especially during Musaf, when the Chazan sings Melech Rachamon, I'm not going to sing it for you, Chazan sings Melech Rachamon, and you see in your, I can see it in my heart, the Kohanim are going to come back, the Levim are going to come back, Kalal is going to bring Karbanos, and it awakens within us. I can see it. I can feel it. It's almost as if during that Mosav Chazara Sashatz of the Regalim of the Yamim Tovim, that HaKadosh Baruch was dangling that beautiful monarchical set of clothing in front of us, saying, look, look, and I see it. 
and I want it and I desire it because it's so beautiful and it would look so good on me. A base Hamikdash would look so good on me. Geula would look so good on me and so I yearn for it. Says the Tzemach Tzedech. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu does for us. And I think this is what the Rebbe Levi Yitzchak is saying. Do you know what the power of Shabbos Chazon, the power of Shabbos Chazon is if you go ahead and you open your eyes, not these eyes, but the eyes of the soul, the eyes of the heart, then you could really begin to see what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has in store for us in the future. You see, we're so used to mourning because we've been doing it for 2,000 years. And we're so used to crying because we've been doing it for 2,000 years and we're experts in that. But there's a different piece to the Avoda as well. And that's an anticipatory piece, a pining piece, a piece of the Tisha B'Av, of the nine days of the Shabbos Chazon experience where I have to open my heart and open my soul to see that which awaits us. Says Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev, Shabbos Chazon is when I could have a vision for what will be. I could catch a glimpse of the Beis HaMikdash. Like the Tzemach Tzedach says, it's the Shabbos where HaKadosh Baruch Hu hangs up the beautiful monarchial garment in front of us. I can't wear it yet. I can't wear it yet. But I could look at it. And when I look at it, I do I get excited. And when I look at it, oh, do I want it. And when I look at it, do I see how nice it would fit on me. Shabbos Chazon is not simply a time to mourn that which has been lost. But it's a time to get excited. And it's a time to celebrate. And it's a time to have a vision about what lies ahead. Because the only way to get to the Geula, or I should say differently, we won't get to the Geula by simply mourning that which we have lost. That's the first part. You have to mourn. But at the same time, while I'm mourning, I have to yearn. It's the mourning and yearning synergistic partnership that ultimately provides me with Geula. But I would add one more piece onto the words of both Rebbes, Rabbi Levi Yitzhak and Tzedek, Tzedek, that perhaps the additional avod of Shabbos Chazon is not just to have a vision for the Beis HaMikdosh, not just to have a vision for Am Yisrael's Geula, but to make sure that I have a vision for my own Geula, for my own personalistic redemption. Because the truth is there are Tzvei Dinin, there are two different parts to redemption. There's national redemption and there's personal redemption. National redemption, Klal Yisrael's redemption, Mashiach, Tchiyas HaMesim, Beis HaMikdosh. But then there's my redemption, Shmuel Silber's redemption. There's a lot of things in me that I have to redeem. A lot of things in me that I have to fix. A lot of things that are in a state of disrepair that I have to get in order. Shabbos Chazon is a time to create a personal vision as well. At the same time that I'm gaining a glimpse of Klal Yisrael's future vision, I have to ask myself, what is the chazon? What is the vision for me? What do I want to be? What do I want to accomplish? Who do I want to become? How can I become the best version of myself? These are the burning questions. And I have to begin to ask them and to answer them, to put together a life plan, to put together a life chazon, a life vision. The same way in my own life, if all I do is mourn my mistakes of the past, I can't move anywhere. I'm stuck in place. I have to mourn the mistakes to a certain degree. More importantly, mourning my mistakes is learning from my mistakes. But concurrently, I have to create a vision for my future. So maybe be Zolcha Mirat Hashem on this Shabbos Chazon. So yes, mourn. 
because so much of what we're supposed to accomplish over the course of these days is to feel the enormity of that which has been lost. So on one hand, I'll mourn. But Emir Tashem may we be Zohan the Shabbos Chazon to a two-fold vision, a national vision. May we be Zohan Emir Tashem to be able to see the beautiful monarchial robes hanging on our door. May we be Zohan Emir Tashem to catch a little bit of a glimpse of the Bayish Lishi, to open our hearts, to open our minds, to open our souls, to be able to see a vision of Gula. But as we catch those glimpses of national Gula, may we also be Zohar to find the strength, to find the courage, to create a personal vision of redemption as well. How do I redeem myself? How do I redeem my life? What is my personalistic chazon? And Amir Hashem, in the Zuchus and the merit of creating these two visions, my national vision, my personal vision, to experience the Geula Shalema, the complete Geula, the complete redemption, with the arrival of Mashiach, and our third base, Amen. Wishing everyone a good and Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.